The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I'm good. Are you there? Yes, I'm there. All right, good. I don't have anything to say before the music comes in. (laughs) Okay. Welcome to The Crunch, episode 21. Woo! This crunch is about enough to drink. (laughs) We should. Well, it can also... We can make that happen. We'll see. I'll see if I can slide something in there about that. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Anyway, uh, this is Ethan, a.k.a. at Bropostle. And I'm Patrick, at Catholic Pat. We are the best tweeters on the internet, except for, like, millions of other people. Um, We've been having a good time, good week, good days. Uh, School is getting into full swing. I'm starting to actually have to do stuff. Uh, No thank you, I say. No thank you. How about you? How, how's everything going? Things are going good. Um, my audacity is telling me that there's like noises in the background, and I'm I'm scared, but I'm just gonna deal with it. Uh, I'm I'm good. I went to vigil mass last night at four at ten forty five at night. Nice. It was, it was really it was really cool because I got to sleep in and not go to mass in the morning. If that's cool. I did not go to Vigil Mass last night, and I almost got in a fight. <laughs> so my night was way worse than yours. Please tell me about it. All right, so last night was, um, well, my friend Tracy, she's one of my really, really good friends, um, and she goes she goes here at K-State. And last night was her 21st birthday celebration, um, and we had it at her apartment, and we had all these people come over, like, Dozens and dozens of people. This apartment was filled. The floor was buckling. It was crazy. There were cupcakes. I ate so many cupcakes. I think I had four or five cupcakes. It was awesome. Anyway, um, we were all having a good time, dancing around, jumping, all that stuff. And, like, I go outside because I need, like, a breath, a breath of fresh air. I need a breath of fresh air. And I was uh, just standing out there, and these dudes kind of saunter up. Keep in mind, we're on, like, the third floor balcony of an apartment building. These dudes kind of saunter up. They all have beers in their hands. And 
they're all out there like, hey, what's up? Like, they can hear the music inside, you know. They're like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, uh, not much. Uh, what's going on with you? And they're like, oh, do you know, you think we can get in there? And I'm like, uh, not really. I mean, this is kind of a cult meeting. Um, we're all part of the, we're all part of the church of Scientology. I don't know if you'd really want to be associated with us. He goes, Oh yeah, dude, I love Scientology. All this. He was kind of drunk. So I was just trying to go, he just wanted to get into the party. And so (laughs) I like kind of joked around with him and then I just kind of left him outside and went inside, uh, hoping that he would get the hint that he was not invited in. And, um, we go inside and we're just hanging out a little bit more. And then we turn around, we notice that like these three dudes are standing in there. And the girls that live there, they come up to me and some of my friends are like, hey, can you ask them to leave? I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. So I go over, right? I put on my bouncer face. Usually I'm not very serious for any stretch of time, right? And my friend was looking at me. She said, that's the longest I've seen you without laughing, I think, ever. Wow. (laughs) And so I stood there and I went up to this guy. I was like, hey, I'm really sorry about this, but, like, the girls asked us to ask you to leave. Like, can you... I mean, I just don't want to make this weird. Like, can you get out? And he goes, what's the deal? Like, what's the problem? And I'm like, well, uh, you weren't invited. And he's like, yeah, I mean, what, we know we know who the girl's here. Like, they said we could come. I'm like, what are the na- what's the name of the girl whose party this is? And he's like, oh, <laughs> that doesn't matter. And I'm like, it kind of does, because if you don't know whose party it is, then you aren't invited. And <laughs> she like kept, he kept going back and forth. And he's like, well, we know, like, Taylor and, and Jessica. And all the other I'm like, Taylor and Jessica don't live here. So, like, you should just leave probably and at this point like they were getting kind of aggressive and so it was like me standing here and my friend josh was with me and my friend joe was on the other side of me and josh and joe are much bigger than me and so they're kind of letting me do the talking and then all of a sudden this other guy comes over and forms another guy right here and another guy comes over and stands over here and like pretty much all the dudes at the party had formed a protective ring around the door and all of the girls were just over in the living room just kind of dancing and having a good time and all of the dudes just went whoomph and just like created this ring around these dudes because they all saw that it was happening. They didn't like want anything to happen to these girls because this was like all Catholic people, right? This was just nice. basically our entire like Catholic student center. And the squad. The squad. And so like all of these dudes were like really solid dudes and they were just stepping up to the plate and they're like, yeah, what's going on? Like, what's the deal here? Turns out they were actually invited to the party. <laughs> <laughs> Because one of the girls that lived there invited um, some of the other girls from down the way, and she didn't know that they were going to be bringing boys with them. And so, like, they showed up, and they, like, let the girls in, and the guys was like, what the heck? Like, we're with them. And then I was like, oh, all right. It's cool. But they were getting kind of aggressive, and it was really scary. So I almost I almost got in a fight. I almost got shot. I almost got shanked in my friend's <laughs> apartment last night. All at once. Yeah, well, there are three dudes. And so a gun, a knife, and a shiv, they could have just three in a row. But anyway, I just thought that was really cool. And, like, all the girls were like, wow, that was really intense. And I was like, yeah, it was a little bit. I was kind of shaking afterwards because I didn't know what was happening. I kick people out of parties all the time. But anyway, (laughs) uh, that's kind of our lead-in to today, I guess. It was a really long intro, but it has to do with what we're talking about, so it's not that weird. I I liked the story. I thought it was good. Thank you. Yeah, I, like, I figured I, it was good. I, I like having a podcast on Sunday because you seem to do something crazy every Saturday. And it <laughs> it makes me feel like I don't do anything, but it's still fun. <laughs> For the record, I don't drink. I'm not 21 yet, unlike this podcast. But um, I am hammered. But I am hammered, and I do go I do go and hang out with my friends all the time. We do some crazy stuff because 
When you put your phone oh in your gosh. pocket and you start hanging out with people, some crazy stuff can go down. What? What's up? You said I, I saw one of your Snapchats last night, and I knew it was going to be a good <laughs> podcast because you were you and everyone in the room was dancing to 300, 300 and I cried. I <laughs> oh yeah, it was I was at a party. I was eating. Yeah. I was eating pizza, and I thought I was having a good time. And then I saw that Snapchat, and I was like, Ethan won. He won. Oh, I man. was uh, standing on the couch to take that Snapchat story, and one of the girls that lived there yelled at me because I'm not supposed to stand on the furniture in their house. Because I, I do it so much that they're scared I'm going to break something. And so I got in trouble. But I did, it, I did it for the Snapchat. It was worth it. Classic. Anyway, Patrick, what does all this mean? Why do we, why do we care? Why do we, why do we care about these super long, annoying stories that I'm telling? That's a good, that's a good point. Why yeah, do we it care? Is. I have lots of good points. I'm, I'm really bad podcaster. at subtly introducing the topic, so I kind of just throw it down. That's why I we, give it to you, because you're just like a brick wall slamming into their ears. Like, here's what we're doing right, on Patrick. <laughs> right before we started the podcast, literally right before, Ethan goes, it's the dignity of every man to protect every woman, which is a John Paul II quote. And I was like, hey, that's that's good. And then I talked for five minutes about stuff that I know, because I do that, and Ethan was like, let's just do the podcast. So essentially, today's topic is like the relationship between men and women. Yeah, And we're just going to go from there. <laughs> we're just going to roll with it. Because <laughs> we've talked about this kind of before in brief, but it hasn't ever been like a focus. Like I talked about my friendship with um, Haley, who's one of my really good friends, and I've like mentioned obviously my friendship with Tracy and mm-hmm. like all these women in my life. And we've talked about dating before, but we've never actually like discussed man and woman and what that looks like for us practically. And maybe we have, but if we have, we're just going to do it again, but better. Sorry about it. So like the, the word that comes to mind when we, when I think about this is the word complementarity, which is like a really big, stupid word. (laughs) That you you throw in conversations to make yourself sound smarter than everybody else, like I do in this podcast. Um, complementarity essentially is just like how men and women complement each other, and how the differences are not diametric oppositions; they're harmonies. You know, so when we come together, we aren't angry at each other for not having, you know, the qualities of men and women. We're we're happy that we have these different qualities. Too much so, dead air. Say something. No, sorry. Well, I was just – I wanted you to go into um, – can you kind of say like the whole identity thing? Because I think that identity piece is really important and like something that I can talk about a lot personally and just kind identity. of – I don't know. I like – I have a good story to tell. Man finding his identity in woman. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So John Paul II talks about how in Genesis 2, man was alone. It is not good for man to be alone. And when man, when God created woman out of man, he sees that his body is fulfilled in her body. So, like, masculinity is fulfilled in femininity. Um, do you want me to go on for, like, how we... That being said, we don't really find masculinity in femininity. And femininity can't really find out who she is in masculinity. We have to have other men and other women show us and affirm our masculinity and femininity. Right. So like my question for that was, I mean, as soon as Patrick said that, I was like, all right, so what about, I mean, aren't we supposed to find, oh, burping, aren't we supposed to find our identity in Christ and not finding our identity in woman? Like it's not good for man to be alone. Yes. And like Mm. men and women are natural compliments to each other, but 
like why would I spend all this time, you know, finding who I am in a in another human being when I should find who I am in God, you know? Jesus is a human being, you heretic. I, oh, oh no. Wait. That's not what that's No, not what he's I a meant. Wait. He's not a human being. He's a uh, He's a divine, he's a divine person. person. Divine, yeah. Yeah, with uh human, human nature actions. and a divine nature. Yeah. And Anyway, Whatever. We're not doing this. I haven't taken Answer my question. <laughs> so, we find out who we are as people in Christ. We know we don't we don't know who we are and in in terms of like man. So man doesn't know who man is, like anthropos man doesn't know who man is without Christ. But masculinity and femininity, we find out the definitions of those things through Christ who has perfected masculinity. And Mary, who has perfected femininity. So if you want to find out who you are as a person, as a whole, you go to Christ, right? Because God created man. Um, but then if you want to find out who you are as a man or a woman, you go to the new Adam or the new Eve, respectively. This is why two Genesis stories just help so much. Because, you know, you have like the primacy of Adam, right? And sometimes you can see that as like, oh, well, God loves men more, but... It, it's really just like Christ is the new Adam and Christ is the highest humanity has ever gone, right? The highest point of humanity. But we also need those two lens glasses of masculinity and femininity to find out who we are as humans and who we are respectively. So, yeah. That's good. That's good. That's that's good for the teaching portion of the episode. Cool. Let's, let's just make meme references for the rest of the episode. I mean, I was just going to tell a part about my life, but that, I mean, that works too. Oh, cool. Let's talk about that. My life is basically just a walking meme, so it's fine. (laughs) Uh, So this is kind of something that I've, I've struggled with for a while. Uh, When I say a while, I mean, since literally first grade, Um, ever since I say first grade kindergarten, I, I didn't struggle with it because I was scared of women in kindergarten. First grade, I realized that I liked them, you know? And so I remember sometimes I would just be like hanging out in my house and I would think of like all the different women that I had crushes on and I would rank them. (laughs) This is me when I'm like seven. I would rank women in my life. So that kind of gives you a background of like what kind of my thought process was towards women as I was growing up. And I never like, you know, uh, not abuse women. That's not the right word, but like tried to use women or... Um, like thought of them as objects or anything. Like I always, I mean, I was raised well, like my parents taught me, you know, it's important to respect women. And obviously I agree with all the church's teachings and everything like that. That was never an issue. But at the same time, even if you are just a fully faithful Catholic, you can still like um, be too, too attracted to the idea of dating when you're not like ready for it. You know, like for my entire high school, I was like, I need to date a girl. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just ready to date a girl. Like, where's the girl that I can date? Bring her to me. Classic. Where is she Same. now? Yeah. And so I I think I'm sure I'm not the only one that has that problem. Like, that's literally been the basis of my sense of humor for so long is that her, der, Ethan is single. And <laughs> It's classic, though. It is. And so, like, and I can say things like, you know, I've dated thousands of women, but only two or three have dated me. And... <laughs> People are just like, that's so, that's hilarious. But that only works because like I have been this way and I've just like really been attracted to women and tried to like have expressed like, oh, that girl's really cool. Like I should date her, you know, as a joke, but also like halfway serious all the time. 
And so I think that my issue up until very recently is that I was trying to find my identity in woman, but for the wrong reasons and at the wrong time in my life, right? So what happens is like before we as men um, try to find our identity in woman, we need to find our identity in Christ, which is very difficult to do. And it's something that I kind of realized on this retreat that I went on a few months ago is that I have to take time in like people like for the girls, sometimes they'll say like, I need to date myself. Like, no, you don't need to date yourself. Uh, that's a heresy, but, um, please don't do that. (laughs) But what you do need to do is take time and just understand like who I am. Like this semester, I've had such a greater understanding of who I am as a person and what I need, um, kind of out of a significant other and what I don't need out of a significant other and what I need out of good friendships and friendships that have been wasting my time and wasting their time and things that I do that aren't like worth my time. Like all these things have just been kind of falling into place because I've been putting Christ at the forefront of my mind and what Christ wants for me. Um, and so figuring out like who I am and what I need to be and who you are is very intensely tied with what you do. And so getting rid of all the things that I don't need to be doing and adding in the things that I do need to be doing has brought my identity closer to what Christ envisions for me. And so at least I hope that's my prayer at least. Right. And so doing that has made me like, I still make the jokes and I'm still like, ha ha, you know, I'll date her, blah, 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 whatever. Like everybody knows, but like it's, it's, I mean, it's not as much, which sounds like, oh, that's wimp. Like, oh, you just don't do it as much, but you still do it. Well, it's just not as intense. It's not as a, it's not as present of a thought in my mind mm-hmm. as it has been in the past, which is kind of hard to explain to people that are listening. But I hope you kind of understand that concept that like it's not – it used to be that like finding a, a girlfriend and finding a woman was kind of at the forefront and it's not anymore. And so that means that like my sense of humor and things that I say are changing slowly. Yeah. And so – but once – you know, once – hopefully maybe one day I'll have a girlfriend – And at that point, you know, through prayer and discernment, I can find my identity in her as well, right? And, you know, and maybe I try to find my identity in her and it doesn't work out. And that's when, you know, you, you know, have to break up and find someone else. But that's just kind of my thought process at this point with where I've been because I feel like it's just been very difficult for me for, you know, only dating one girl for about two months and then having people tell me all the time, oh, Ethan, you know, you're so great. Like, how are you, how are you still single? I'm like, I don't know, date me and find out, you know? (laughs) So it's just, it's just kind of been frustrating, but at the same time, it's been, it's led me to a better place in my relationship with Christ. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com.
Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Anyway, that's my story. Why are you laughing at me? I'm trying to be like, serious here, and you're giggling. Like, like my status, if you've ever been told, man, why are you single by someone that you like? <laughs> it has happened to everybody. It is terrible. It's like, the worst thing. Ethan, you're just such a good guy. Like, <laughs> you know, I just really, I just really think that you're, you're you know, you're, you really make, or you're going to make some girl really happy someday. That's what I get a lot. <laughs> or... Some girl told me, Ethan, you'd make a really good husband. Thanks. <laughs> Do you want to go out? No? Cool. The last this isn't person a, who told this me This isn't that. a dating podcast, by the way. Patrick <laughs> just got me really salty. Thanks. Appreciate so, it. I know exactly the last person who told me that. Her name is Karina. And Karina, if you're listening, I'll, I'll see you later. I, I'm still <laughs> friends with her. but <laughs> uh, No, so... No, like, what what you're saying makes sense. That's why Genesis 1 comes before Genesis 2. You know, we know who we are as mankind. By the way, the difference between, like, God created man in in that the Greek is God created anthropos, which is anthropology that's, like, mankind as a whole. So God created mankind as a whole, so we find out who we are in relation to God first, and then we find out who we are in relationship with each other. And if we try to do the other thing first, where we find out who we are in relation with each other, we screw it up because we're not good at it. We're not good at finding out who we are in relation we're to not, We're not good humans. at much. That's kind of the struggle of Christianity is understanding that human beings aren't very good at things. <laughs> <laughs> Except sinning. That's the only thing we're really, really good at. All you own is your sin. Yikes. And the Crunch Podcast. New episode Sundays. Same. Amen. Wait, no, I did yesterday. Never mind. I haven't been I'm in good. a couple of weeks. It's been it's been way too long. Wait, we're not doing a confession episode. We we've changed our next mind. week. Next, next week. week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, man. What else were we talking? Oh, I have such a good next part. Lay it on so, me. So, Song of Songs, the part of the Bible that none of us really touch because we're all kind of scared of it. A word appears there, this is a fun little fact, a word appears there that only appears two other times in scripture. Oh, here the Hebrew we go. word, The Hebrew word teshukah, which translates to desire. I'll tesh um, your kah. <laughs> I'm scared. So, the, the word teshukah means desire, and um, in it, oh wait, crap, I totally forgot everything. It's in... Dude, come on. Oh, that's right. Okay, so it's in Genesis chapter 3 and Genesis chapter 4. Um, when God says to Eve, your desire will be for Adam and he will lord it over you, that's what that's what Christ, that's what God is saying to Eve, that her teshukah will be for Adam. Then later in chapter 4, God says to Cain, sin's desire will be for you. So, mm-hmm. sin, so sin's teshukah is for Adam man as well so we we men are in this predicament right yeah we have two people desiring us and it is woman 
and it is sin. So we have this choice. In Song of Songs, the which is arguably the perfect, it's literally relationship goals, it's the perfect relationship. In it, the woman says of the man three times, I am my beloved and my beloved is mine. And she says that twice. She says the second time, I am my beloved and my beloved is mine. The third time, she changes it a little bit. She says, I am my beloved and his teshuka is for me. So this this song of songs, which is which is essentially the restoration of Eden, it is the res- the restoration of Eden in the marital embrace. It restores what is lost because woman's teshuka being for man and man lording it over her is not right ordered. The consequences of sin in Genesis three is not what we want. It's not like oh well this is how it is now and so men you get to be over women hooray it's like no this is wrong. But in Song of Songs, when we desire woman and we don't desire sin, when we desire right relationships, essentially, not just marriage, when we desire right relationships, we restore what we lost um, in Eden. And then through God, we gain something higher than Eden, which is heaven. So yeah, man, that 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 comes um, from Dr. Timothy Gray's talk, Beloved. If you want to go check that out, it's on Lighthouse. Lighthouse produces it. Really good talk. Really good talk. Anyway. So yeah. That's really good. Bible Gregor- stuff. Gregorian rant. <laughs> I just like that I get to be desired by something. You know? <laughs> Even if one me. of those someones is sin. Awkward. Please just cherish me. That's all I want. <laughs> My love language is physical. Anyway. Um, I don't really have much else to say on this. We could probably end this one early if you wanted to. Yeah. I mean... I love talking about this kind of stuff. It's, what? um, you know, we, like John Paul II wrote about feminine genius and, mm-hmm. um, this, this professor in a, a college in, in Minnesota wrote the masculine genius as kind of like a, a response. Um, we need to appreciate the beauty and the strength in the respective charisms of masculinity and femininity and understand what those charisms are. And understand how they mesh together. And this isn't even just a relationships thing, you know? Like, you and Haley, as good yeah. friends, you need to understand, like, how you guys mesh together. You were, earlier in the story, you were talking about, like, how you were standing on the couch. <laughs> and the girls who were on the couch were like, Ethan, get down, you're going to break something. <laughs> if that isn't masculinity and femininity complementing each other, I don't know what is. <laughs> Yeah. Or Lauren tweeting at me, Patrick, it's time to shut up. You've gone too far. Classic. The other Classic. night, they were. This, here's another good example of masculinity and femininity. Um, the other night, we were all hanging out and we were talking about showering. And um, <laughs> <laughs> all the, the girls were talking about loofahs. And I was like, loofah? Why do you use a loofah? And they're like, because it cleans and exfoliates like why wouldn't you use a loofah i'm like i don't know i just use a washcloth and they go a washcloth why would you use a washcloth and i'm like i don't know because it does what it says you know? <laughs> i put soap on it and it cleans me I'm like but it's it's dirty and it doesn't it just it's not even it's not even good and i'm like you know they're making it sound like i use this like a like i'm a neanderthal and i just take off my loincloth and i hit myself with it to clean no, <laughs> that's not what I do. Oh my gosh! Wait, is like a washcloth somehow more dirty than a loofah after you? Apparently, use it? I don't understand how that they're makes like, sense. They're you like, like loofahs. They, they ask me, they're like, "How often do you wash it?" And I'm like, "Every time I shower." 
You don't have to wash your wath cloth if you use it every day. Wath cloth. Wath cloth. Think emoji. <laughs> Shh. I oh, can't hear dear. myself. Oh, anyway, so that's that's another good example of the. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're complimentary because uh, women actually want us to be clean, whereas we just kind of <laughs> slap ourselves with a loincloth. I, I know we clean ourselves with our loincloths. Sponge anyway, oh my sponge goodness, right? <laughs> uh, I don't have anything else. I think that this is important. This is something to remember for dudes, especially for women. I think it's a lot easier because they just naturally don't think about us as much as we think about them. Um, yeah. at, at least in my experience. So, uh, women, I wish we could help and give you some better advice. Um, <sighs> I mean, maybe this gives you an insight on how the dudes think. Uh, at the very least, you know, understand that Mary is a, the best example for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you should still run to Christ, you know, at all times. Not You don't have to wait for a guy to ruin your life to run to Christ and um, look at the example of Mary. You can start doing that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't have guy friends in your life that are holding you up and supporting you in that goal, um, platonically. get some. Platonically, yes, of course, platonically. Then get some. You know, find some guys that will form a ring around sin and not let them into the party. Nice. Yeah, there you go, connecting everything. That's uh, good. So that's my advice for women. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else. I have something else. Okay, we make it quick. I saw a meme today that was like, <laughs> men are not stupid and women are not crazy. Stop saying this. It's be, like, we're not stupid and we're not crazy. We're just different. These differences are good. They were made by God. The biggest thing that the devil can do to, like, destroy family life and our culture is to tear men and women apart right so like work against this tearing and come together that's all i have boys go to jupiter to get more stupider (laughs) amen men and women aren't from mars and venus we're both from eden classic true all right um super bowl sunday i hope you have a good uh time we didn't make any puns um, the only Super Bowl that I care about is a Saborium. No, the only Super Bowl I care about is the Crunch Bowl. Am I right? We need Cereal to actually bowl? make Crunch Bowls and sell them. That was my idea. And you said well, it was stupid. I said it first, so. Sorry. We also didn't do Crunch of the Week. Oh, shoot. All right, I'm hurrying. People are, like, just getting tired of listening at We're this not, point. If you haven't already turned we, it off. We don't have a time limit. It's also shorter than a normal podcast. So like, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But I just want to I make people feel bad because like, we end the topic and then we are wrapping it up. And we're like, wait, crunch of the week. So I appreciate you <laughs> sure. if you're still listening and you're not just rolling your eyes at us. I like how Lauren tells us that she she suffers through it even though she cringes. Um, here we go. Uh, yeah. Serving up true Catholicism on the reg from Michelle94. After a long time of seeing the crunch on the Twitters, I finally gave it a listen after New Year's and ended up bringing, binging all the episodes in a weekend. Ethan and Patrick present Catholicism in a real and understandable way, making the church relatable to any college student who could be facing challenges at school. Are we ever going to get an episode on the fifth Marian dogma? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Huh. After your homeboy does his point. consecration to Mary, maybe. I'm on, I'm on day 28 of 33 Days of Morning Glory, so after that wraps up we nice. might do another mary another marian episode which would be pretty fun um but anyway here's wonderwall <laughs> what are the odds <laughs> uh not very high copyright. True. copyright uh 
that's all I have. Are you good? Yeah, I'm fine. Solid. I'm fine. All right. <laughs> I'm not fine. Thank you all for <laughs> listening. Uh, have a good week. Have a good weekend. Um, please keep sharing the episode. Keep retweeting all of that good stuff. Uh, support us on Patreon if you can. We're getting some good donations rolling in, which means uh, shirts are on the horizon. So uh, keep up with that. If you want a shirt, donate or else. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you, and we will see you on the Twitters. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.